When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Manning calling signals, takes the snap, looks left, lobs it left, first is wide open, touchdown Giants! In the left corner of the end zone! Touchdown! With 35 seconds to go, and the Giants regain the lead! Manning the first! When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> Let's do a show, shall we? 302, very good Sunday morning to you, New York City. It's Mike Fliegelman with you. Fleegs on the fan for the next four hours, going until 7 a.m., 877-337-6666. That, of course, is the number to call to get involved with the show. Alex's arm on the other side of the glass. He'll answer those phone calls. We've got Dexter Henry with your updates at the top of every hour, as you just heard. And I'm going to try to be positive today as we get you ready for week two in the NFL. The Giants and Jets, both four o'clock games, so no local action in the one o'clock window. We wait until the late afternoon to get things going. What was a nightmarish start in all facets for the Giants and in one way for the Jets that, of course, overshadows just about everything else, including their dramatic, late, impressive come-from-behind victory in losing Aaron Rodgers for the season. Maybe not, according to Aaron Rodgers. We'll get to that a little bit later. And that's one thing I may not be so positive on. But as we start this show, I want to do it in a good mood and think positively about these two teams, at least as it pertains to Sunday. And really, while we can. Because there had been a lot of gloom and doom around these parts in the last couple of days. And I can't blame anyone. For the Giants, you suffered the most embarrassing loss of any team, really, that we've seen almost in football, college, you want to throw anything in in recent memory on Sunday night against the Cowboys, laughing stock of the league on national television, an absolute joke. You have a chance to bounce back on Sunday against what we presume to be one of the worst, if not the worst team in the National Football League in the Arizona Cardinals. And for the Jets, listen, I'm a Jets fan. I was at that game on Monday. It felt like I lost something. Not a person, don't want to be that dramatic, but it felt like something was ripped away. This was, you know, being a Jets fan my whole life in my early 30s, I dreamt, obviously, since I'm a kid, of watching the Jets win the Super Bowl and believing in the rest of this team and knowing that, despite all the talk in the offseason about their weaknesses and their flaws, which every team has, of course, the Jets have a few, this was a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And watching the rest of the team validate that, while at the same time you lose Aaron Rodgers and that takes the Super Bowl dream off the table for this season, it did feel like something was ripped out of my life. But I want to be positive going into week two for both of these teams. For the Giants, listen, there is a daunting game on that schedule later this week on Thursday. And this is a team I have not been too high on going into this season. I don't understand some of the optimism that has surrounded them. I've been more in line with the sports books that put the Giants' season total at 7.5 and, and thought this team that was maybe a little bit more talented could take a step back. But I want to be positive going into Sunday. Yes, this is a must-win for the Giants. Good news for the Giants fan. They are not losing this game to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are that bad, even for somebody who doubts a lot about the Giants. I don't believe in the quarterback. I believe the talent is still severely lacking. Because I am... Still such a fan of this head coach, despite what happened last Sunday night. And yes, some of it is on Brian Dayball. I believe in this coach, in this coaching staff, enough that they will find a win 
And as a Giants fan, you can rest easy at least a little bit for a few days before that game in San Francisco on Thursday when, yes, you will all but likely get pummeled on Thursday night against the Niners, who might be the best team in the National Football League. And as for the Jets, who are in a little bit more of a complicated situation, because, again, this team won their Week 1 game. They came from behind, down 10 points at halftime on Monday night against the Bills, the team that has dominated the AFC East for the last few seasons. They forced four turnovers from Josh Allen, three interceptions and a fumble. The defense, the running backs, especially Brees Hall in his first game coming back from the ACL. Garrett Wilson with what will be through the next 17 weeks in the postseason, still a contender for the catch of the year on his touchdown pass in the fourth quarter. The Jets showed you that they were right in their evaluation of their own football team. They were a Super Bowl contender that was a quarterback away. And a couple of plays in, they lost that quarterback. And it was sickening. It was cruel. It is something that only really a Jets fan can can suffer through, and we'll do more on that in the tortured fan base later. But Zach Wilson, as hard as I have been on him, and if you know anything about me, you know that I am the furthest thing from a Zach Wilson fan. Didn't like him coming out of college. Hated the draft pick. Have disliked him from pretty much every moment he's been on the field in the NFL. But I have to be fair and give him credit. Zach Wilson seems to have matured as a football player and a leader. I still have nothing but questions when it comes to Zach Wilson as a football player, but this quarterback who the team could not wait to watch get benched last year came into this game, didn't do much in the first half, but in the second half, while he wasn't great, almost like the Steelers game last year, other times throughout his career, it wasn't pretty, but he found a way to lead his team down the field and score enough points to win. Zach Wilson is about to get his last chance in the NFL, not just with the Jets, but for the entire National Football League. If Zach Wilson doesn't perform in this audition, best case scenario for him is he's a backup again, waiting for an injury and hoping for an injury or bad performance to get another quick look. Zach Wilson has everything around him that you could want if you are a quarterback. Superstar number one wide receiver who just, if you throw it up to him and give him a chance, he can make the play. Garrett Wilson, he has that. Running game where you can hand it off to them and hope let them carry the load. He has that. Tight end, security blanket, has that. Other legitimate receivers down the pecking order, he has that. An offensive coordinator now who, yes, we all know Nathaniel Hackett was a horrendous head coach, has had success in this league as an offensive coordinator. Zach Wilson now has that. Someone he can maybe be a little bit more comfortable with than he was with LaFleur. Zach Wilson has all the ingredients needed to go out and perform well enough. Listen, I'm not expecting Zach Wilson to blow anybody's doors away. I'm not expecting Zach Wilson to come out and have a Pro Bowl type season. If you're Zach Wilson, can you just go be Brock Purdy? Can you go be a game manager? Can you get the ball into the hands of the skill players around you? Can you get the ball to the weapons that the Jets have loaded the roster with? Can you play smart football? Can you be secure with the ball? Keep it safe. 
not turn it over. Make smart decisions. Zach Wilson has surprisingly been a solid quarterback when he's not pressured. Now, the Jets' offensive line, probably the biggest question mark on the team now outside of the quarterback, looked really good in the run game on Monday night, a little bit more suspect in the passing game. You feel good about the interior with Tomlinson, McGovern, and Elijah Vera Tucker, but the tackles are question marks. Becton, more the durability than his performance because when he's on the field, he actually does play well. It's just been a problem of keeping him on the field. And then with Dwayne Brown, durability, and a little bit with the performance. And you're playing a scary pass rush. We saw what Micah Parsons and that Cowboys pass rush did to the Giants. And have done to teams really going back the last two years. It's not just the Giants on Sunday night. The Cowboys have had one of the best defensive lines, front sevens, pass rushes in the league for the last couple of years. Really since they drafted Micah Parsons coming out of Penn State. That is a scary task for any offensive line. And for the Jets with a quarterback right now who you're not as confident in, Zach Wilson right out of the gate is going to be asked to make plays to win a football game. I don't subscribe to that, at least against the Cowboys team, that you can win without Zach Wilson really contributing. You can win without Zach Wilson being Aaron Rodgers, but Zach Wilson is going to have to make plays for the Jets to win. And as down as I've been on Zach Wilson in his career, I will give him some credit on this. He's had games like that where he's made those plays. I mentioned the Steelers game last year, his first game back from the injury. A really ugly first half, but Zach Wilson gave you those two great drives in the fourth quarter to lead the Jets down the field twice and beat the Steelers. Steelers defense isn't the Cowboys defense, but it's also not some slouch unit either. We've seen it from Zach Wilson before in the shortest of glimpses and flashes. It's not there a lot, maybe 10% of the time. And when he's under pressure, there are problems. But for today, at least one day, I'm going to be fair to Zach. I'm going to give him the clean slate. He seems to have grown up a little bit. And while I'm skeptical that watching Aaron Rodgers from the sideline in two preseason series and then a couple of plays in game action in the regular season, OTAs and training camp aside, I'll give Zach Wilson the benefit of the doubt for now that he may have learned something. He looked okay in the fourth quarter against the Bills. I think back to the one play first and goal where he scrambled and picked up four or five yards before the touchdown pass. You finally saw that good decision-making from Zach where it wasn't there, nobody was open, he pulls the ball down, and he picks up a couple yards. Earlier in the game, yes, you did see what terrifies you as a Jets fan and drives you nuts. Plays where he's running backwards. The interception where he had two open receivers, Dalvin Cook right at the line of scrimmage, Alan Lazard for about a three or four yard pickup on first down and instead tries to force it into double coverage and throws a perfect pass to Matt Milano. Arguably his best throw of the day. But he played better as the game went on. And that is not an easy spot 
when you're Zach Wilson and the expectation was that you were probably not going to play this year, to come in cold off the bench against that Bills defense and lead your team to a victory, he was not the biggest reason the Jets won Monday night. Obviously, not saying that. Wasn't even near the top 10. It's the defense. It was Brees Hall. It was Garrett Wilson. And Robert Sala deserves a lot of credit, too. We'll do a little bit more on him as the show goes on. But Zach Wilson, in the fourth quarter when his team needed him to step up and drive the ball down the field, he did so. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And I will try to remain optimistic going into this game Sunday. Because if Zach Wilson can't get the job done, really even play well. If Zach Wilson plays okay and the Jets lose a close game, a defensive battle, you can move forward with that if the Jets are one and one But Zach Wilson, almost even more than just a win or loss, is what you're watching in this Jets game. Can Zach Wilson make you feel okay or comfortable moving forward with him as the quarterback this season? Because while I am out on most of the alternatives that have been discussed this week as potential options for the Jets to add to battle with Zach Wilson, even as a guy who is anti-Zach Wilson, most of these names I read and just say pass. There is a name or two that is very intriguing, one in particular, that could be an option as you move forward. So Zach Wilson, the next couple of days, or next couple of games, starting with Sunday against the Cowboys, has a chance to prove to me, to every Jets fan out there, to the coaching staff, to Joe Douglas, to the rest of the NFL, that he belongs. Former number two overall pick, all the talent, all the tools, and now the team around him. Unlike his rookie season, when he was playing on a bad, bad football team, That is no longer the case. He has everything you could ask for if you're a quarterback. So I will be positive with him at least for the next 13 hours before that game kicks off. And for the Giants, again, I am not high on the Giants this season. I think they are a playoff contender only because the NFC stinks. But they will beat the Cardinals. There is no way. I don't care if Andrew Thomas sits. I don't care what happens with Big Blue. They are not losing to this Arizona Cardinals team. The Cardinals are that bad. Brian Dayball should be able to win this game against Jonathan Gannon almost by himself. There's no way the Giants are losing to Arizona. There's also no way they're winning Thursday in San Francisco. But for right now, Giants fans, you'll get a few-day reprieve. Big Blue is winning today. Jets much more up in the air. I don't know how you could feel confident in a win. But for the next few hours, I'm going to give Zach Wilson the benefit of the doubt that he can show us that he can be the quarterback for the Jets moving forward this season. Because while the Super Bowl is off the table, the playoffs and ending the league's longest drought of 12 years is still very much in play for the Jets. And that, plus a future in the NFL, are on the line for Zach Wilson. What can he do with this opportunity? 877-337-6666. Let's go right to the phones. Go to Will in Long Island. What's up, Will? Going on, please. How are you? That's I'm doing well. How are you doing? Good, man. Listen, I mean, I've, I'm, I've been a big Jet fan my whole life. And 
it's sad to say that I think last year was the best year I've ever seen at seven wins, and I'm 24 years old. I mean, maybe the Fitzpatrick year, but that's about it. But I wanted to just chime in on the Zach Wilson conversation. Um, you know, I, I, it's come to the point where I'm not even asking him to be, you know, what Aaron Rodgers could be. I'm just asking him to be competent. And I think what he showed last week when he came in for the, you know, for Aaron Rodgers, where he threw for 140 yards, he turned the ball over once and he was, he kind of managed the game. He gave them a chance to win against a really good Buffalo team. So if he could just do more of that, there's no reason why this team can't win nine, 10 games and get to the playoffs. And, you know, with these, uh, you know, with the reports from Schefter, it does seem like Rogers is going to come back sometime in January. So just get there. As if, if well, they just I, there, I, I would, happen. I would hold off. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to try to attempt a miraculous comeback. I would, I mean, until he's on the field, I, I am not buying into any notion that Aaron Rodgers is playing again this season. Next season, absolutely. And then I happened, never thought you know, a se- he was going to let his career there. end like that. I am i don't believe that Aaron Rodgers will play again this season. That's fair. And then I also said to myself, I said, well, if Zach gets in there, why would they make the switch to a guy who hasn't played since, you know, four snaps in September? I think they're just kind of going to, you know, ride it out with Zach, but... I mean, I think he, I mean, I don't want to say he was impressive on Monday night, but he really didn't turn the ball over. I mean, he had a couple of nice throws to Wilson and, and Lazard. Um, but if he could just do that today, I, I don't see why they can't have a chance, you know, to be competitive in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, Will, I agree with you, and thank you for the call. Uh, for, for the first thing, with if, if Zach has them in playoff and Rodgers comes back, let's cross that bridge, shall we get to it, all right? I mean, there is a, let's be generous, one percent chance of that happening. So, if that happens and the Jets have this great problem where you're deciding between two legitimate starting quarterbacks, we'll deal with that problem when we get there. For as Jets fans, we've lived our whole lives without one legitimate starting quarterback. Uh, I'll worry about having to make a decision between two if it ever arises. But on the point for Zach Wilson in the here and now, outside of that interception on Monday, which was just horrible, no idea what he was thinking, no idea what he saw. Just for the life of me, can't put a finger on what Zach Wilson was trying to accomplish on that play with two open receivers for easy gains on first down. Outside of that, he played pretty well. Not great, but he did what you were going to ask him to do. He made simple, smart throws. He got the ball to the open receiver. You know, Zach Wilson, 14 of 21 in his passes, that completion percentage from him, that's exactly what you're looking for. If he can just cut down on the turnovers, you know, they've been, and by they, I mean a few people, not all, but because of the acrobatic throws and the off-script plays he can sometimes make, Zach Wilson has at times in his career drawn comparisons, absurd as they may be, from some people to a guy like Patrick Mahomes. Not because he's as good as Patrick Mahomes, obviously not, but because on that rare time he makes that freakishly athletic play, it reminds people of Patrick Mahomes because he does things that so few other people in this game can do. And I think a lot of that has gotten to Zach Wilson's head. As he's coming out of BYU, there's all this hype around him. He's the number two overall pick. He's starting right away. He has moments in his rookie year and some really, really bad ones too. But we know how confident he got. We know how cocky he got. We know how much it was a problem at times last year, 
when it leads to the point of him playing so pathetically against the Patriots twice that he gets benched and his teammates are happy to watch him get benched. And he handles his postgame comments twice in a couple of weeks as poorly as you can as a quarterback, and he lost the locker room. As a leader, it was completely gone. I think he's gained the respect of a lot of his teammates back, and I'll give him credit for that because I didn't know if he would be able to do it. So that first step, he's accomplished that. But now he has to do it on the field. The team is rallying around him because they have no other choice. Zach Wilson is the guy right now. He's the quarterback. They're rallying around him. That's it. That will expire if Zach Wilson plays poorly. He has a chance to silence all of that if he can come out on Sunday and play well. And against this Cowboys defense, again, even if the Jets don't win, if they lose a close game, but Zach Wilson is able to avoid the stupid turnovers. Some turnovers may happen. You know, there may be a contested jump ball down the field. He has to avoid the turnovers like he had the one on Monday night where it was just a brainless throw into double coverage. If he cuts out those plays, he has the talent. And what I would hope the coaching staff is getting through to him, and it's a new offensive coordinator now, Nathaniel Hackett, who went to the playoffs with Blake Bortles and won a playoff game and was on the verge of beating the Patriots in the AFC Championship game with Blake Bortles as his quarterback and a rookie Leonard Fournette at running back who was not as explosive as Brees Hall and no wide receiver quite as good as Garrett Wilson. If they can convince Zach, forget about the Mahomes comparisons. Don't try to be Patrick Mahomes. For now, just be Brock Purdy. Let's take small steps before we try to take leaps. Walk before you run. If the Jets are able to do that with Zach Wilson, Will, I think you're going to see the best Jets team of your young lifetime so far. And I guess you said you're 24, so you were around in the Rex years in 09 and 10, but yeah, you might have been a little young, too young to really appreciate those. I can understand that. So it's been a long time for you. I think you have a shot to see that best Jets team you're looking for. I think they still have a legitimate chance at making the playoffs and maybe winning a game in the postseason. Beyond that, I think the dreams are dashed unless Zach Wilson takes the kind of leap that the Jets thought was possible when they drafted him number two overall, but we have not seen from him enough on an NFL field. And as optimistic as I'm going to be about the Jets and their chances to still make the postseason and Zach Wilson to impress me, I'm not going that far. Super Bowl off the table for now. The playoffs, very much still a possibility. Zach Wilson just has to be decent. He doesn't even have to be great. Be decent. Be a little bit more than a game manager. A game manager who makes a handful of plays each game to help your team win. And the Jets could go to the playoffs. Giants could go to the playoffs too. One and two start, which I'm already kind of chalking up. I'm giving them a win Sunday and a loss on Thursday. With the NFC picture being the way it is, never thought they were going to be better than the Cowboys, never thought they were going to be better than the Eagles. But a wild card in the NFC, as ugly as Sunday night was, it was one game. 
the playoffs are still very much in play for the two of these teams. And while 24 hours from now, when I'm back here producing for Lori and then C-Mac, if something bad happens on Sunday afternoon with these football teams, maybe we're singing a different song. But for right now, I'm going to be positive about the both of them going into their games 4 o'clock on Sunday.